Hello, Internet, and welcome back to SEO Explained, episode number four, where we'll take you through some cool SEO campaigns and strategies that we've seen over the years. Basically, we want to show you that there's more than one way to do SEO, and you're only limited by your creativity within reason. So Kyle, I'm joined by Kyle Roof. My name's Adam Truskowski, by the way. Um, I know that in the past we worked with an online bank. You remember that? I do, I do. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. The problem we had there is we were a small bank going up against huge banks. Big banks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going up against you know, Bank of America and Wells Fargo and PNC and Citibank, and they've been around forever. And how can we compete? You know, what can we do to, to get in front of people that uh, would might like our bank over, over theirs? Mm-hmm. Something that we realized is that banks don't uh, optimize for their problems. All right, and uh, we found that people were doing searches for something like Wells Fargo checking fees. Mm. Angry people. Well, probably because they probably <laughs> saw that on their statement, and they're like, "What is this fee?" So what we ended up doing were uh, optimizing pages, answering the question as to what those fees were, and uh, we ranked very quickly for them because Wells Fargo was not doing any kind of optimization mm-hmm. for them, and uh, not only did we take the top spot ahead of Wells Fargo, we also took the featured snippet as well. So, in front of Wells Fargo. Yeah, we were the top answer. And so, and we didn't disparage Wells Fargo at all. We just said, okay, that fee is this and showed the chart and, and why they, they've got that fee on their on their statement. And then basically underneath we'd say like, do you not like paying that fee? Because we don't charge that fee. Mm-hmm. I think. Those pages went from, uh, they in the first month, most of those pages were receiving around 3,000 clicks. That's crazy. Across all the banks. And you have to figure the, and we know the conversion rate was very high because you've got somebody at a moment where they're pretty upset mm-hmm. and they are looking for an alternative. So we, we gave them the correct information, mm-hmm. you know, of, of what that fee actually was and then presented an alternative. And uh, those were wildly successful. Pages. Pretty sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sneaky. Um, another client that we worked with for a long time was Intersport, kind of like a Dick's Sporting Goods, but in the UK and Australia. Worldwide. Worldwide, okay. A little bit about them and what we did there. Well, we were traditionally optimizing for what you would think of, you know, football season, basketball season, you know, tennis season, like, and doing uh, things around sports that are played at specific times. But the thing we ran into is then the pandemic happens Mm -hmm. and all sports seasons are canceled. Mm -hmm. You know, what should we do? Or, well, it's, this looked like the worst possible scenario for a sporting goods store. Yeah. You know? No foot traffic, <laughs> yeah. no sales. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody's playing sports. Nobody's buying sports yeah. equipment. And then we started to brainstorm, like, well, what are people doing? They're staying at home, but they still might want to be active. So that's you know, home workout equipment, mm-hmm. uh, trampolines for the kids outside, uh, uh, indoor swing sets mm-hmm. so you can still work on your golf game. Mm-hmm. And so because we have the ability to change and, and we're not just like, this is your package and this is your That's thing. That's what we do, yeah. Yeah, that we actually are putting a strategy together. We, we instantly shifted to products that uh, you could use indoors. Still had value, uh-huh. if you will. And sales exploded. Awesome. They had uh, amazing growth uh, in spite of the fact that they weren't selling all of the regular sports equipment that they were anticipating. Awesome. One of our more famous clients, if you will, FreshBooks. Um, I know that that was a pretty successful campaign on its own. Can you expand on that? FreshBooks is a really cool company. Uh, they are accounting software, if yeah. you're not familiar. One strategy uh, focused on offering 
non-commercial options to help people. So, and this could be applied across a lot of different um, uh, fields is that uh, giving people like a template so they can do the work themselves. Sure. A kind of a do-it-yourself option. And, and what you do in that is, is, is that people are searching for that option. You give them the option, mm-hmm. and then they realize, oh, this is a really good product, you know, or this, this actually does it for me, and I don't have to do it myself, and it's at a price point that I like. Yeah, that, so, that I don't want to do it myself is usually the... <laughs> yeah, you're like you show it to them, and then you're like, are you sure you want yeah, to do it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, is this really where you want to go? Exactly. And then in doing that, um, so you, you provide a really nice service, the thing that people are, are, are looking for. And they also realize that these are the people that are your clients yeah. or your potential users, and you're getting them in the door. And you're doing it in a way where you're really establishing a positive brand image because you're, you're helpful. Yeah. You know, you're saying like, hey, we're, we're going to help you with this. And then you can also, though, depending on what, what your particular field is, you can, in this case, they, they were templated out by like different types of businesses. Different businesses would need different things. You know, a, a plumber is going to need to account for things differently than you know a lawyer will. Sure. And so you can actually then segment by industry. So, though they will probably search industry specific. I need this for my industry, so that's how they're going to search. So we created pages for that, and provided that information for them, so they could actually DIY it. And it's it's, covering it's, a ton of keywords. A ton, yeah. uh, an absolute ton. Like, how do we get all these keywords? Well, we can actually go after them by offering these these uh, templated solutions. Um, and that drove a ton of, of, of signups. And also that if you have like a free sign-up option yeah. like or a trial yeah. to try this out, well, they're already there in their minds. Like, might as well try it yeah. and see if it saves me time, you know, kind of thing. And then before I do all this by myself. Yeah. The other thing we did there too, which was good, was um, similar to the online bank and that uh, other so- so- software's buggy. Yeah. You know, what is this error message? And oftentimes, uh, software, they don't want to optimize for their errors. And so when somebody's searching, like, what is error message, blah, 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 you can say, like, hey, error message is that, you know? And, yeah. And then you're getting them at a time when they're frustrated with uh, a potential competitor. And presenting a solution. And you're presenting a solution. So yeah. you give them the answer. You tell them how to fix it, what they need to do. Yeah. And then also, like, do you not like that error? Because we don't, you know, <laughs> why don't you give us a try? So yeah. you get them at a point where they're probably looking to convert as well. Awesome. So outside of campaigns that we've run, there's always some interesting campaigns that other people have run, uh, things to model, if you will. Yeah, we're always looking at, like, what are people doing? Yeah. You know, what are what are the big brands doing? Yeah. Like, what are they up to? And you can do a lot of reverse engineering uh, into their campaigns and then see how we can apply that. Because you know, we're always, we're constantly creating new products, uh, new strategies, new techniques so that we can stay ahead. And one of the best ways to do it is to see what big brands are doing or what your competitors are doing. We're constantly monitoring them. Yeah. Uh, so masterclass is a masterclass in SEO, if you will. Uh, yeah. Um, they rank number one for what is a shallot. Any insight on more than bottom of the funnel conversion traffic? Well, this is a cool concept because, you know, masterclass, the concept of the app is they have famous people showing you how to do something that they're really good at. And so they have chefs, for example, and they'll, and they'll show you how to, cook in a certain way or create certain things. Gordon Ramsay. Exactly right. So when they go after that kind of term, what is a shallot? They're going after a novice cook, Mm -hmm. someone who doesn't know what a shallot is, and they're looking to find that information. You can give them that information and at the same time educate them that now they can learn from a famous chef. I'm seeing a theme. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, so you're kind of providing that information to them. You're telling them exactly what it is. You're being helpful. You're getting positive uh, uh, brand recognition. Yep. And then at the same time, you're like, hey, by the way, 
would well, would you be interested in maybe yeah. learning how to cook from a famous chef? Yeah. And then so you can do that where it's thinking about where your client, your potential users are, your user bases or your clients or whoever they might be. What else are they searching for? You know, where else might they be? And then the idea is that you can create pages for that to capture those search. And you're also doing it at a time when they might be interested in converting as well. I think that's a really good point because a lot of times clients get super focused on a handful of keywords. Right. If I could rank for these five keywords, my life would be different. Especially in a hyper-competitive niche where everyone is trying to rank for those keywords. Right. It, 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 it behooves you to kind of find other ways to reach the, the potential client. And with things like, like you said, uh, what is a shallot? You're reaching someone that, that doesn't even know about you and then presenting them with a solution. It's, it's definitely in those situations where somebody might not be familiar with Masterclass. They might yeah. not know that it exists. And if they don't know it, ex it exists, they're not going to be able to search for it directly. Yep. And to your other point, you, they might search for, you know, best cooking class or best cooking app. Now you're going up against a very competitive Huge. term. yeah. An extremely competitive term. And yep. now you've got to duke it out there. But uh, what is a shallot is remarkably uncompetitive. Yes. You know, but you're getting in front of that person again. Yep. You know, and then you're getting in front of the people that you want to come into and, and use your product. I did not know until recently that a shallot and an onion are not the same thing because they... A shallot is a fancy onion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm not a chef, so... Um, Zapier. They're, they were starting out um, trying to build an audience. Can you talk a little bit about their strategy? That was another one that we studied. It was really, really cool. Um, so they, I think they, the technique was kind of a, a, it's backdoor optimization. And the idea is um, they would uh, optimize for um, terms like best apps for developers because mm -hmm. they want to get in front of developers. Mm -hmm. And they would list the 10 best apps for developers within that article. At the end of the article, they're like, hey, by the way, we're Zapier, and this is what we do. And this is what, and by the way, you know, a bunch of those apps on there, we actually sync with them. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it, it's really smart when you say like, so you, I don't even know that they put themselves in that list, mm -hmm. in the top 10 list. They yeah. just, after the top 10 list is there, they're like, by the way. We work with all these. We work with these yeah. and this is what we do and we can probably make your life a lot more convenient. So they're able to optimize for terms where they knew their users were, mm -hmm. looking for things like that their users would be using and then introducing themselves as being an even more helpful so again, they're being extremely helpful. They're providing great information, and then they're allowing their user base to find them almost organically. And they're not fighting for those top keywords that everyone is fighting for. They're exactly. finding another way. Easy. Exactly. Some of those like best apps for this or that might be a little bit competitive. Yeah. But um, when somebody doesn't know to search for you, or even know that you're a possible solution, yeah, or that the solution exists, that's a great way to go after those terms that aren't exactly your term. Like maybe there is no term for for you yet yeah you know or what you're doing or, the, or what you're providing again if if people don't know you exist and mm -hmm. you're new to the market or starting your own market uh, how do you teach people to search for the keywords that, exactly yeah, yeah so you, you have to find other keywords right yeah. go after other things and and then introduce who you are yep yeah. very cool well that's it for episode four Stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about AI, which everyone's freaking out about, uh, and what that means for your SEO. This has been Kyle Roof, and I'm Adam Truskowski. And if you want to find out more about how your business can benefit, benefit from SEO, reach out to me, book some time to chat at hvseo.co forward slash booking.